Hi guys, welcome to Weird Parents, a podcast where we talk about how weird it is being parents. My name is Sammy, I'm on Instagram at Pop Punk Pets and Parenthood, and I'm joined today by my husband Coop. What up? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what well, is up? Alright, hi man. <laughs> how is everyone today? Oh, she's taking a big slurp of tea right into the microphone. Actually, I was being so careful to be quiet then. I was hoping no one would notice, but you pointed it out. The listener will be the judge. Okay. <laughs> Have a little sip of tea. A little sip, a sip of the tea. Sip of the tea. The piping hot tea. Piping hot tea. <laughs> Today... We're doing an episode which Sammy has prepared for us. I have. You've it's actually my done turn. the research. I've actually done the research. This is my life, boy. This is my <laughs> life. Today we're talking about eco swaps. Yes, we uh, are. So those easy alternatives that we should all be looking towards. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any laughs today. Is there some funny bits? Oh, I've got a couple of things. I basically want to get your opinion on different things. Oh, because, I've got opinions today. Oh, I know you've got opinions, boy. You've always got opinions. Do I? I? Yeah, you've always got opinions. To me, from you. you always tell me about your opinions. You don't tell your opinions to anyone else but me. You yeah, you're your the opinions. sounding board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, um, I just pilot all my opinions with you, see mm. what the reaction mm. is, and then take it to the wider world. Yeah, so if we're out and like somebody says something that he disagrees with, I just can see it behind his eyes where he's like, oh, I've got an opinion on this, but I'm not going to say it because I don't like causing upset. And then we get home and he's like, that guy was a wanker, his opinion was wrong. Yeah, I'd like to, you know, <laughs> workshop a bit with you first before I take it to the wider world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the main, <laughs> the main reason we're going to do eco swaps today, though, is because how some people might be thinking, how do you link it to pe- parenthood? But I'm going to say something that is a bit of an unpopular opinion. But having a kid and having kids is not very eco friendly or sustainable, really, is it? In the long run, no. No. We live in a world that's overpopulated. Kids eat lots, drink lots. They in more... Western society. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. In Western society. Produce more waste. Um, also, there's that typical, you've got a baby, here's a load of new shit sort of mentality. Yeah, so there's lots of reasons why, but we can always chat about that in another episode, can't we? Yeah, I think that'll probably be a whole other episode that we're yeah. probably going to get into. <laughs> I think the topic's called antinatalism, which... Ooh. It's interesting because... didn't know it had a name. Yeah, as parents, like, you can't be an antinatalist, can you? Because you have to like kids, but I guess there's a philosophy behind you it. You don't... No, 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 no. You have to like your own kid. That's the correct <laughs> You don't have to like kids. Not the general surface yeah. population. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the main reason we're chatting about it today. So... How, how's your day been, anyway? Oh, yeah, we should probably do some housekeeping first. Yeah, we? let's get some bits out of the way. My day today has been stressful. I had a headache this morning. I always feel like when we're talking about this, it's just the same... I just say the same stuff. I'm really tired. Tired. It's been stressful. Headache. Yeah, but I did have a really bad Ill. headache. I had a really bad headache this morning, didn't I? Yeah, um, you were suffering. Yeah, but I'm a bit better this afternoon. The drink and the tea. I have also been very good today, and I've only had one coffee. I thought you were going to high-five me then, and you didn't. That's good. High-five? High-five. Trying to high-five each other without knocking the mics over. Across the site, we're both just slapping our hands. It's um, kind of like the Matrix in here. We've got, like, oh, wires going sick. over the ceiling, around was, Sammy's neck, I <laughs> over. Knew, I knew you were going to bring the Matrix into this. I knew it. I knew it. So, for the past week, this week, Coop has made me watch all of the Matrix. Now, another unpopular opinion, because I'm just bashing them out today. I don't like the Matrix. 
I think it is the most fair. It's the most flawed film. There are so many flaws and so many plot holes in that movie. Movies, even. I mean, I think that's a fair opinion because the first Matrix is good. Like, undeniably. Uh, It's a bit cheesy, uh, but it's good. You didn't watch the first one with me. I watched that on my own. Yeah. And then it just nosedives after that. The the second one's my favourite. It's kind of like the first one is all substance and lots of style. The second one's kind of like no substance, well, maybe some substance, loads of style. And then the last one's just like no style and no substance. The second, literally the second and the third one, they're like, you know, all those rules we put down in the first one, you know, that like structure we put together, you know, to make you aware of this world. We're just going to shit all over that. Now, yeah. now you don't have a clue what's happening. Oh, yeah, you have no idea. And even at the end of the third one, you're like, oh, so yeah. there's a Matrix within a Matrix? <laughs> but you loved the Matrix. Oh, as a kid. It's like a, it's like chicken soup. It's just like... I'm sorry, old, I'm sorry. Old nostalgia. It's like chicken soup. Yeah. <laughs> I've never... For the soul. <laughs> you said to me, Sammy, use an use, use a, uh, example of nostalgia... I would not have picked chicken soup out of anywhere. It's, it was the film that I used to watch when I was ill. So if I give you some chicken soup, does it make you think of The Matrix? Yeah. Oh <laughs> let's, let's go with that. Uh, okay, but yeah, exactly. no, I, knew we, I knew we'd get The Matrix in there somehow. Yeah. We've had to watch it every night. But yeah, apart from what else have we done this week? We've got another wedding coming up. Got another wedding this weekend, which is going to be fun. Your brother's. My brother's wedding, yeah. yeah. That's going to be fun. I mean, I haven't got anything to do, so I'm just going to enjoy it. Not yeah. best man, not officiating. No. I'm not. <laughs> You're just going to enjoy it. I'm not it. the registrar. And we've got a hotel room. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell the pod listeners about the hotel room situation, Daniel? Oh, you know it's real when I call him Daniel. That's yeah. his real name. So like. this this wedding has been booked for a long time. It's been rescheduled twice. I was going to say, it's, there's been a pandemic. It's been rescheduled twice. Yeah. Yes. So I've had two to two and a half years to book this hotel room. Um, and I thought I did it about six months ago. I sent an email because I had to email it because I had a voucher code. Emailed them, got the quote. And... Just didn't do any. Oh, I phoned them as well. I spoke to them on the phone. You're looking at me and nodding like, this. yes, I did all this. Yeah, I did this. But you... never pressed the button to purchase the room. So we were yesterday out having lunch and he was saying to me, oh, I can't find the booking confirmation. Oh, you've been saying the night before, haven't you? I can't yeah, find the I was looking at my bank statements on all my cards. Couldn't see it anywhere. Can't see confirmation of the hotel. Bearing in mind, it's this Saturday, the wedding. And... I said to him, just ring the hotel. Ring the hotel just to be sure. And you rung them, and what did they say? Oh, no, you, you never booked it. You, <laughs> you spoke to us, but you never booked it. It's on it's on here as, as you're speaking to us. So I was like, oh, you don't happen to have a room, do you? And she's like, <laughs> we've got one room left. I was like, thank fuck. And that is an example of Cooper luck, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Hap- Things like that, situations like this happen all of the time. Yeah, with a couple of days to go to the wedding, I got the room. I think we're sorted. But you owed me an apology, didn't you? Because I kept I saying to you, I don't remember you booking that room. And you're like, I did. I did. I'm like, why I would have phoned, like, why would I have phoned them? Why would I have emailed them and never put the button? Because your name is Mr. Cooper and you Coopers do that. Yeah. 
So Sammy's going to take that to a grave. I'm going to take that to my grave. I'm remembering <laughs> that. I am remembering that. And I can't wait until the wedding's over and done with and I can tell your family and they're going to be like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you could have not made it. Oh, blah, blah. And all that. So uh, this week we want to shout out uh, the awesome Per House Coffee. Yep. They're kind of sponsoring today's episode with a little <laughs> gift that they sent us today. Yeah. Um, per House are a kind of small batch carbon neutral micro roastery here mm-hmm. in Dorset. Um, and they sent us two lovely bags of coffee. One is El Parezo, uh, which has notes of caramel, honey and brown sugar. Mm. And then the other one here is Coco O, which <laughs> I'm excited to try because it's chocolate, hazelnuts and a bit of orange zest. Go on, say that again. Coco O. Oh. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, these guys um, do lovely coffee. It's really We've, nice coffee, isn't it? Yeah, it's really nice. We're coffee. not drinking cups now because we're not absolutely insane drinking cups of coffee just for bedtime. No, no, no. We're but maybe tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow morning. I think we finished the one we had anyway. Open, haven't we? So I think so. We'll get cracking. They do their coffee is lush. I've had it. We've had it before. And it is good. It is good coffee. And also because you're supporting a small business and they're in line with our little eco theme of today, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So, yeah. Check them out, guys. Check them out. So, July has been a bit of a crazy month for climate change news, yeah. if you'd agree. And it's sad because it's been plastic-free July. Yeah. So it's all, link- it's all linking up, isn't it? We've had floods. Mm-hmm. Heat wave. Heat waves thunderstorms Mm -hmm. yeah just pretty disruptive um weather events ice melting and revealing hidden bacteria that could potentially kill people that sort of stuff yeah it's just been a bit of a a nuts month i think probably revealing a lot of the stuff that you know people like me and you have been talking about for ages like Mm. this shit is happening now it's not like a problem for your grandkids or your kids no like it, you can see the effects of yep. climate changing mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this from the from the state of climate report that came out recently. They said in the last thirty years, the UK the UK has become almost a degree warmer already. That's scary, isn't it? And like one point five degrees warming over fifty years. That's it's meant crazy. to be like cataclysmic. Yeah. Um, and like apparently we're on track for like four degrees. That's like mad by two thousand fifty. So, Seriously. Yeah. My God. Yeah, so all our warmest years on record have been in, like, in the last 20 years. Mm. So it's like a trend that yeah. is continuing. I mean, I don't know about you, but I, growing, like, memories of growing up, bearing in mind we're only, what, 28, but memories of growing up, being in your... Tw- like, I remember going out in the summer holidays and stuff and it being warm, but not being so hot that you physically couldn't stay outside. Like, you needed to go and find shade. Yeah. Like, as in you re- actually wanted to go inside, it was that hot that has only been in the last sort of five years or so i i have vivid like i'm aware of it being that hot yeah like and i think i mean probably when we were kids we don't we weren't as aware of it but like getting warmer earlier so like Mm. the springtime being a really high uv time Mm. like now like in march april in the last few years it it gets really sunny doesn't Mm. it I think this this state of climate report as well is saying how 2020 was one of the sunniest yeah. years on record to so like highest UV. Yeah. Which, yeah, it's just like crazy. I think you notice it as well. Like, I don't know. Well, I think you've noticed it where you're trying, where you're, because we try and grow a little bit of our own food. You notice it. And well, like with foraging as well, like the local plants that we forage from. Yeah. That cherry tree, it's already 
done its fruit. Oh, yeah, it bloomed for like three weeks. Which is crazy. That's crazy. And it was it was quite late this year because of the rain we've had, but last year it was too early. Yeah. It was like um, four weeks early. Yeah. So you notice it as well with like plants and things that they're... And then you also see it with like the bees and pollinators and animals. They're very... I think it's all very confusing for everything, isn't it? So yeah. scary. It is scary. Because I think in, in our lifetime... Like, we haven't hit 40 degrees yet in a summer. It's been, mm. like, 38 degrees in places. But in the UK, we will see that 40-degree yeah. summer in our lifetime. Yeah. And what, it's too it's too high for this country. What frightens me as well is that we are going to see in our lifetime that point, because it's not far off, where we hit not being able to go back and it is everything's irreversible. Like irreversible. And we are literally just going to have to live the rest of our lives watching the planet slowly die. That is well, terrifying. Yeah. That's biodiversity, terrifying. farming, soil, yeah. Yeah. fresh water going. Mm. It's just going to slowly become disruptive yeah. to everyone's lives. It's awful. But then you, that's the thing that blows my mind is that some people still don't take it seriously or you hear the main excuse from a lot of people. I shouldn't say excuse because that's... But people's reason for not taking it seriously is because they feel that as a single person they can't do anything. And that we need to be focusing on the bigger economical countries, such as like like places in Asia, like China and um, bigger countries like that, which I get. And like big businesses and things, I completely get it. I completely understand. But a lot of like one of the biggest causes, one of the biggest problems with living in an eco way and being more sustainable is consumerism. And if you don't make changes yourself, the big corporate companies and the big countries that have all of this huge influence will keep doing what they're doing oh yeah they... that's the thing if everybody actually turns around and goes i'm not supporting you anymore because you are not eco-friendly or i'm not buying as much as i was from you because you are not sustainable then you know you do you can make a difference and also by even like just living yourself in a more eco way even little changes make a difference don't they little changes make a difference they do and I think, well, we'll probably talk about this more later on, but yeah, that first point that you said, reducing your consumption mm. and your impact on the environment is really, it's probably the the easiest step to take mm-hmm. out of like all the things that you could do. Like if you just have that principle in your head, that the way that you consume yeah. and the way that you impact just be aware. the world around you, just be aware of that. Yeah. Um, because like things like our travel, mm-hmm. the way we eat, meat mm-hmm. and consume food mm-hmm. it all kind of adds up yeah and i think the way that we live in the west is that we have much smaller populations compared to say africa and asia mm. but we consume so, so many much. more resources and compared waste. to these people and waste waste so much yeah it's just a complete throwaway society you know, we're not asking, we're not saying to people, go live in a yurt somewhere in the middle of nowhere and, like, drink your own pee. <laughs> You've said that before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Um, I mean, if you want to do it, you do you, honey. But, like, yeah, and we're not saying go and do that. But just being, as you, like you said, just being aware of your choices. Because you, as a human being, have free will and you have choices to make. Just be aware. Even if it does mean you, before you pick something up at the supermarket, look at where it's come from look at whether or not it's come from a sustainable source think if whether or not you could get it elsewhere that maybe doesn't involve as much packaging or just little things like that but yeah i think that leads quite nicely doesn't it yeah 
the, se- the second thing I was going to mention, mm. the first one, reduce your consumption impact is about conserving and supporting the environment yeah. and systems. Mm-hmm. I think it's all well and good reducing, you know, your consumption habits. Yeah. But actually helping conserve the environment is yeah. the next thing, isn't it? It's, yeah. you know, supporting, for example, we support Dorset Wildlife Trust yeah. um, and all the activities they do and we donate to them monthly. Mm-hmm. I know not everyone's in a place where they can donate stuff, mm. donate money to wildlife trusts, but... But even something as simple as if you're at the beach and you see a load of litter, pick it up. Yeah, exactly. Little things like that. Or like we've, I've chucked a bee bomb in the garden to support the bees because the bees suffer. And yeah. I mean, That's la- one thing that I've really liked about in our area at the moment. They've let all the grass go long. Yes. They've yeah. got more bee projects, bug hotels, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, like even by the roadside. Yeah, they've got little signs, haven't they? Because even my parents were like, why hasn't the grass been cut outside your house? It's crazy long. Like It was like taller than bee. Yeah, so because it's like a council-owned bit of grass. But even the ones by the side of the roads and everything, they've got little signs that say, um, what does it? It says, this is my home and a picture of a dormouse, doesn't it? Like, this is we're leaving this to grow to help the wildlife, which is amazing. And very, I was very shocked when we saw that, especially in this area. Yeah, very Tory area. Very conservative. Yeah. But yeah, it was really nice. That's the one thing, good thing to come out of lockdown, was that Mother Nature had a little bit of a breather, didn't she? Yeah, a little a mini breather. break. Yeah, less air travel going on. But that's the other, see, that's the other thing that's just shocked me, how people have forgotten about that, because it was one of the first times in a lot, ever, really, where like positive eco-changes were, or positive changes were being seen throughout nature and they were being reported in the media and everyone was sharing it on social media like oh my gosh look how positive it is you know all of the like rivers are getting clearer there isn't as much litter around you know um there's not all this plane travel all of this stuff and it was all in the media and it's just disappeared yeah like it was a little bit of like oh look what can happen if we like stop being so massive consumerists let's like just look what can happen and then it's just gone there's no more reporting of it is there that makes me cross. Oh, the news is just like hellfire at the moment. Media. I mean, even, um, well, not the time this comes out, but there was the, the news story today about the Queen. Did you hear about this? No. Some of her lawyers, because um, obviously she owns quite a lot of land in the mm-hmm. royal family. Yeah. Um, some lawyers on her side have been lobbying Scottish government to kind of change this law that they have that was going through. Right. Um so that her private land wouldn't be bound by these new green energy rules oh. aimed at reducing carbon emissions and stuff. Oh. And it, it all went through. Oh. It's like, isn't fucking Prince Charles meant to be like an advocate yeah. for this kind of yeah. shit? I know. Just fucking depressing. Because yeah. like it's the wealthier ones. They oh, yeah. have the impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They travel more, they yeah, own more stuff. That's what we're saying at the beginning. They do have the, they do have the impact. It's sad. Third point I was going to say was being an advocate and an activist. And that doesn't mean like, you know, putting a sandwich board on and going down to Oxford Street and ringing a bell. Why can't I do that? You can do that if you really want. <laughs> if you really want. I mean, it, people have done that. Yeah. But, you know, being an activist, even in the smaller ways, which is what we're doing right now, just chatting about it, mm. talking about attitudes and talking about well, I guess bringing the issue to light. Yeah. Because 
it's been sw- so swept away. It's like, oh, yeah, the tree huggers it talk just, about that that's stuff. It. That's the thing that does my head in is it's mm. as soon as you mention anything to do with the planet and climate change, change you're a tree hugger or, <clears throat> you know, a time waster or a hippie. Greta Thunberg is a clear example of that, is the fact that that young girl is amazing for what she does and the amount of like voice that she's brought to the issues, yet you still have middle-aged men that can pick on a child for the fact that she is making them uncomfortable and pointing out what they've done wrong. And all they can bring up is like, why isn't she at school? It's just like... Complete, like, what? Just acknowledge the problem. Insulting someone isn't going to make the problem go away. That's the thing. They don't see it as a problem, people like that, Mm. do they? But, yeah, I think we're at at that... Well, we're past the crossroads, but we're at a turning point Mm. in terms of, like, a more mainstream attitude. But everyone's still kind of a bit clueless about what to do. Yeah. And you said it before, like, in reality, individual people, we're not going to have a massive impact. No. But... But it's better than nothing. Better than nothing, but general attitudes and helping the market decide... Yeah. ...against... Because your attitude... If... Your attitude... If you think about your attitude individually, but then if you are able to help influence other people to have a similar attitude, then that is a big, that is a big influence on, as I was saying, big corporate companies. And, you know, if you are refusing to buy from them or you are insisting and they look at more sustainable options of, to pr- produce their product, then that's going to have an effect, isn't it? The last thing they want is customers complaining at Exactly. Them. <laughs> Get your Karen hats on, guys, and complain. I'm fucking awful at work. I, I'm, I'm that guy Are in meetings. Are you Karen? No, I'm, not a, I'm you, not a Karen. You're a Kevin, aren't you? No, in, in meetings <laughs> and at work He's or in Kevin. any forums that we have, it's always like, oh, but is that very environmentally friendly? Yeah, I'm always that guy. Be. You should be. Well done. And it does make I'm people think. Like, people at work haven't heard the term greenwashing until recently I didn't bring it up someone in R&D brought it up Mm. Um, but yeah like I helped spur the conversation on said like greenwashing is a massive thing we don't want to be seen as greenwashers nope and people just didn't click they just thought it's just a just a emotional tool isn't it yeah eco is just like a tick in a box it does my nut in oh it's eco friendly but is it though is it though I don't know mm. if we're going to do a full episode about greenwashing, but we'll probably talk about it a little bit today, won't we? Yeah, we can get some like really awful greenwashing adverts up for you to, for us all to have a look at. Just, us all, because you know be that sick. huge team that we've got around our table. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got, yeah, we've got the producers. we've got the intern, yeah, sound team, oh, yeah. sound team, oh, yeah, right. yeah. social media assistant over there. That's Luna. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was heavy. That was heavy. Really heavy. Should we get into some more like? Chatting. Yeah. yeah. It's just... Oh, let's just go... Oh, yeah. Just loosen up. I thought Loads. you just cracked your neck then. I was going to throw up. Please don't I do that. try. No. No. <sighs> oh. <laughs> that wasn't his neck. That was his knuckles. And I hate it when he does that. When we first met, he used to do it all of the time. And he used to do that. And he used to fold his eyelids up into his eye. Yeah, you used to fold your eyelids inside out as well, didn't you? Yeah, that was... That was a proper, like, teen thing <laughs> I used to do. Hideous. I was that kid that could fold his eyelids. You were that weird kid. Yeah. You can't do it now, can you? Oh, no. I'm, what? I'm, a, da- I'm a dad. I wouldn't try and do anything You that do that silly. in front of B and she will cry. Yeah, she might be sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, you, you loosened up. You loose, I'm loosened. I'm you cracked. loose and ready. Yeah. You loose and ready. <laughs> I'm ready to receive. <laughs> good, good. 
So we're going to just talk. I'm going to basically go through some different eco swaps. Yeah. And I want your honest opinion on them. And I want to know whether or not, you know, some of these we do anyway, or we have swapped to, or, you know, I've mentioned, but I want to, I want you to rate, rate them out 10. Okay. For like how good an eco swap it is. Yeah. Okay. So the first one. What, what's this rating system about? Is this, oh, here we go. Is this like 10 out of 10 would recommend? Yes. Or is it 10 out of 10 like I would do this? Or no, 10, 10 out of 10, 10, 10 impact 10. on the environment? Ooh, okay. I think we're, sco- we're scoring all three of those things. You're going to score okay. all three, three all of right. those things actually, darling. Sweet. Yeah. That was good off the top of my head, wasn't that it? That was very good, good off the top system. of your head. I was just thinking of like a just general 0 to 10. Does he like it or yeah, not? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. It's cool. Right. Are you ready? I'm ready. My body is ready. Good, good. Ready? The first one. Three. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) The first one is one that we do already, and you're going to know straight away which one I'm going to start with. What am I going to start with, Daniel? I have no fucking clue. Are you serious? What? Cloth nappies. Ah, nice. That's the first one as a parent. Cool. That was one of the first things that turned you on to kind of eco-swapping. It was, you are correct. It is what started me on my little eco-journey. Wait, if we just backtrack a second, this this episode, right, isn't about, like, overhaul your entire life and... um, Live in a yurt and drink Live in a yurt and drink your piss, blah, 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 (laughs) blah. It's about, like, those easy alternatives, isn't it? Those things that, like... Once well, you we'll start, once you, yeah. Once you start using them, you literally it's, it's just actually makes your life either easier or it's just a slightly different way of living. But it's yeah. not. It doesn't. It really doesn't have that big an effect on you. you. Don't even notice. No, no. So yeah, the first one is cloth nappies, which you know I love with my heart and soul. But you were actually very keen, weren't you, to use cloth nappies? Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's a no-brainer yeah. doing it, isn't it? Those. We, we used disposables for like a couple of weeks, didn't we? Well, no. So we used disposables for her first month of life. Yeah. And then we used both because I got the first kit, didn't I? And then we switched completely. Yeah. But, but like when she was little, like 12 times a day, you something were like that, getting, on a bad day. Yeah. You were getting so like sick of it and fed up of it. And you, I just remember you being like... I can't believe how much I'm taking the bins out. This is ridiculous. And then having to rush to the shop all the time to buy them. And the amount they go through and they stink. They stink. And you have to put them in a little bag to like bag it up. It's just so much plastic. It's just fucking disgusting. And chemicals. And you can obviously, here we go. I'm, I'm saying chemicals. Like, you know, chemicals is such a bad thing. Everything's chemical. But the chemicals within the disposal nappies really do stink, don't they? When the urine hits them, they reek. Yeah. But yeah, so it was a bit of a no-brainer for us. We knew we wanted to do it. Yeah. But yes, it was the start of my eco journey. It was also the start of my little Instagram like journey that I've been on in the past couple of years, yeah. isn't it? But so, like the fact that like before all the kind of eco stuff, mm-hmm. like the first thing I thought was, you're going to save money in the long run. That's it. Like efficiently. Mm-hmm. I know you'll be doing more washing. And then you just, then then I got into it a bit too much. But anyway. <laughs> I know you'll be doing more washing, but like you save like thousands yeah. or maybe hundreds of pounds yeah. i don't know if it's thousands but yeah no it can over be over the what bees two now mm-hmm. still wearing nappies the same nappy she's literally been wearing since she was like three months old she's still got the same nappies yeah. from then yeah and we've saved so much money uh-huh. and we got money from the council as well yeah that's the other thing so there's council incentives so there's lots of different reasons why cloth is brilliant there's a couple of myths so i thought i'd talk about the myths so you just mentioned like the washing 
that a lot of people think, oh, you're not, it's not actually going to be any better for the environment because of the amount of water you're using. But if you take into consideration the amount of water that is used to make disposable nappies, it is insane. It is crazy. I can't remember exactly how much it is. I did write it down and I can't find it. But <laughs> it is an insane amount. And if you compare it to how much water you use in a washing machine and how much water is needed to actually make reusable nappies... It's not that much. Because think about it. What ha- what happens when you cut a disposable nappy open? What's inside it usually? Shit. It's like, no, not actual <laughs> shit, is it? It's like that. Oh, and not a it's used gel, one. isn't it? It's that the weird gel. gel. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant a used one. Ew. Well, yeah, but ah, now that's another interesting thing. I'll get to that. You're, oh, you're linking onto my, linking onto my next beat so nicely. I don't know what, what that accent was. <laughs> But anywho. Great. I like that character. We should bring that character back. I don't know what it was. Don't ask me to do it again. <laughs> what are we going to call that? <laughs> Sammy. I am Sammy. Let's call it Sammy. Sammy Sam. Sammy Sam. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so yes, that's the first myth is that people think that they're not as eco friendly because you have to use water to wash them, but that isn't true at all. Um, and also, you can look at where you're buying your cloth nappies from. So um, there's lots of different. There are so many different brands of cloth nappy, man. As as I've discovered in my, we'll probably do another episode on just cloth on nappies. cloth nappies. Yeah, yeah. I think. yeah. But the other thing, it's a bit daunting, isn't it? It is. People? That's the thing. It is a bit daunting. But I'm going to use this opportunity to shout out the Nappy Gurus, who I am part of, um, which is an online shop and supportive community um, to help parents make the switch to reusable nappies and lots of other reusable options as well. But yes, so. I'll just mention one other interesting thing because you mentioned about the poo. So a lot of people think that the poo is disgusting with cloth nappies, don't they? And were you a little bit worried about the poo to start with? When it's your baby's poo, you, sh- you shouldn't be worried. Well, that's you're gonna, it. You're going to yes. see enough of it. You're going to get poo on you. You will get the poo yeah. on you when you're a parent. If you're that worried about poo... But like, they contain the poo so much better, don't that's they? That's it, isn't it? They is don't, it, you, like, shoot oh, out the sides of the legs, up the, up the back. back. Do you remember up the back? Especially Fucking that newborn hell, poo. It used to, like, Squirt explode out, out of her. It, like, if she fell over or sat down. Yeah, but the cloth nappies keep them in. There's yeah. no issues at all. But that's another thing many people don't know about disposable nappies. If you read the packet disposable nappies, it tells you that you are supposed to actually flush the solids down the toilet before you put them into the waste bin. And I wonder how many people do that. We how didn't. Many people know that. Yeah, we didn't at the beginning. No. I mean, n- newborn poo is pretty much it's like in breastfed babies. It's pretty much water soluble anyway, so that just disappears into water, like breaks up in water. But like, if you think about, like, imagine if B was wearing. Just imagine if B was wearing disposable nappies now. Like, I don't think anyone, anyone chucks the poo down the toilet before binning a disposable nappy. As you said, it just goes into a poo bag and then it goes into the black bin bag. I've never seen a dad with a spatula and a disposable nappy, like, scraping no. off. No, but we've seen that there's many cloth dads that do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen the cloth dads. We're quite yeah. lucky, aren't we, because our shower head reaches the toilet, so we just we just shower it off into the, into yeah. the bog, don't we? Just a quick jet. Just a quick jet and it's done. But, yeah, so cloth nappy is the first one. And... Is there any negatives about cloth nappies that you feel? Any any negatives with that swap? The the only difficult thing is the washing. Like you just got to keep on top of it. Well, we do a wash difficult. every what yeah. two to three days, don't we, with our nappies? Yeah. And it's just the annoying thing about it is just hanging the washing up. Yeah, which is no different than hanging up clothes. clothes anyway. Yeah. 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 But any, the, any other any other issues in our little cloth nappy journey? Would you say? You're hinting at something, but I can't think what it is. No, I was going to say you getting used to putting them on. 
Oh, I mean, it's hard to get the knack, isn't it? It's a, it's a change, isn't it? And because they change size, it's hard to get the knack yeah. sometimes. Yeah, so you adjust them, you can adjust them to fit depending as baby's growing. Yeah, because she's you're... still got some from when she was a newborn, hasn't oh, she? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Well, not a newborn, but yeah, near, nearer that time, yeah. But you have gotten better on it. But there were a couple of times where I wish I'd taken photos of how you'd put those nappies on. <laughs> A learning curve. There was that one time, wasn't there? I think when she was tiny still, and uh, I sent a photo of it to you, and I was like, "You didn't put the snappy on, did you? Uh, properly, did you?" And she'd pooed, and it had come out the leg hole because she hadn't put it in, and it was all over my jeans. It was everywhere, wasn't it? it was yeah. not good. Good but, times. Yeah. So, what would you rate them? Uh, I can't remember what rating system we're using. So, Impacts uh, on the environment. Yeah. Probably like an eight or a nine. Mm-hmm. I think they've got a little bit of a way to go because Consumer- they still got. Yeah, consumerism mm, one. People thing. buy quite a lot of them. They do. People they become don't addicted. need to buy that many. You just need your starter kit. I'm waving because I'm like, <laughs> that's totally me. But you need to find the right one for you for, that works for your kid, don't you? Yeah, so that's the big thing. When you said starter kit, we did that to start with. We bought a starter kit. But I actually don't always recommend starter kits to new parents anymore. Because, let's be honest, our starter kit, I sold half of those. Yeah. Didn't I? Yeah, and which found is fine, other that... ones that worked for us. So yeah. I think like libraries are great because you can try lots of different styles. But yeah, like the little beginner, if you remember the first kit I bought, that little beginner starter kit's great. And then you can build up your stash from there. Just find what works for you. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. And, and they've like got a little bit of, little bits of plastic on some of them. So the like, poppers that's not great, and stuff, yeah. But they are reusable. Like, And you can use them for multiple babies, like multiple we, children. We bear, like, and we've never thrown any away, have we? Nope. Probably one or two, like, nope. that have worn out, but they no, don't wear I, out. I've, no, I haven't thrown any away. Oh, well, I haven't anyway. No, I haven't. I think there's one pull that went on one, but I've turned that into a swim nappy. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, cool. So impacts on the environment, yeah, eight or nine. Uh-huh. Um, Recommending? Recommend to a friend 10 out of 10. Even 10, you do 10 it, 10 don't plus, you? like anyone. Like if you're thinking about having a kid or your kid's on the way, yeah. just do it because like, I'm Easy. so proud of you. I'm so proud of the fact that you mention it like at work and stuff, don't you? Now, if oh, somebody asks or somebody mentions it, thing. you're like, eh, I'm like a cloth bum dad. <laughs> and what was the last thing I said? What was it? What was, would you try it or something, wasn't it? Which obviously you have. And would you continue to do it with the next baby? Yeah. I, I would never go back. How would you feel about us with the next baby cloughing from birth? Easy. And you know, I'm quite. I think we would be right in it now because I would. I would be intrigued to see how you would be able because you would probably put the first nappy on for me. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be like, yeah? Would you go into the hospital like, out of the way, take that disposable, shove it yeah. up your ass, shove and it put up in your asshole, anaesthetist, <laughs> or whoever you are, midwife, out my way, fucking surgeon. <laughs> I'm putting this nappy on. I forget that in an anaesthetist's job role, it's to put nappy on a baby. <laughs> it's in the job description. Yeah. Cool. So that was the first swap. Yeah. The next one, we do use and we don't use. So it's reusable wipes. Yeah. But we'll talk about the reusable wipes that we use first of all. So we use reusable wipes for B, don't we? Yeah. Which involves her face, hands, bum, bits everything yeah. yeah kind of got different ones for each purpose yeah. haven't we and they are awesome aren't they that is another like no-brainer once we made that switch it was just another no-brainer because again disposable wipes are a pain in the 
Yeah, wet wipes are just like... They're just hideous. You have to buy so many of them. And then they dry out. They dry out if you open them. You can't get one out of the packet. There's like ten that come out. How many do you need for a single shit? Exactly. And then it goes through to your hands, you touch the poo. Yeah. We already touch enough poo, we don't need to touch more poo. Just these little cloth things that you put in a, a thing of solution. Poppets, shout out. Shout out poppets. I love those things. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. But what I do want to ask you about is something that I have asked for us to do, but you can't bring yourself to do it, which is family cloth. I fucking hate the name family cloth. (laughs) Why? When you said, whenever you mention family cloth. Yeah. Let's, okay, let's, yeah, let's hear what you think it is. Whenever you mention it, I imagine, like, (laughs) next next to the toilet... Like a rag on a chain <laughs> that everyone just shares, and it's just like, just have a quick wipe of your ass. All right, just leave that there. Just, just a poo rag. Yeah, so that's the family's cloth. No, don't. I know it's not that. It's not, and it makes sense to me why you wouldn't use toilet paper. You'd use yeah, exactly something reusable because toilet paper is obviously another big waste, and a lot of it does just disappear when we say disappear out of sight out of mind isn't it yeah um but family cough it's exactly all it would be would be exactly the same as what we do would be we just have a made up pot next to us and a wet bag yeah yeah but you you just can't bring yourself to do it can you but why i need to know why i'd just be up for trying it even if we just never did tried it, it even if we just did it with number ones although hang on you're a bloke yeah i just drip <laughs> he's bouncing i just just do a quick drip just drip well, yeah, number ones and maybe just light, light poos. Light poos. Light poos, yeah. We'll see. I'll get a chain installed in the bathroom. Think as well how many, how much less you'd use. Think about how many rolls of a toilet roll we go through. Well, speak for yourself. Oh, no, uh, <laughs> excuse me. I'll, I'll install a chain next to the toilet so you can clip your little family cloth oh, to it. Oh, for goodness sake. Would you be up for giving it a go? Maybe one day. What, Send, uh, what's if, your if reason? Today, if today is all about brands and shit... Send us some family cloth and I'll give you a Darling, review. it's just wipes. It's just usual wipes. Those big grey ones that we I'm not use. I'm going to use your, your kitchen roll like that there, am I? No. <laughs> it's the big, you know, like the big grey wipes like B has. Yeah. Those. And think about how, just think about how much less you'd use. So wipes and family cloth. What would you rate that as? As so, a swap. So impact on the environment. I wouldn't rate it too highly, but yeah, you'd. I mean, think of how much toilet paper you use in a year. Mm-hmm. So we'll give it an eight as well. Yeah. The same as the nappies. Yeah. Um, uh, recommend to a friend. Never used it, so I'm not going to say. But we're going <laughs> to maybe give it a go. Maybe one day. I'll update you guys how yeah. it goes. Yeah. And then what was the last one again? Would I use it? Mm-hmm. I'm like on two at the moment. But why? Two or three. So no, it's just... It's the poo, isn't I it? Know, I, know, I know toilet paper. I know it intimately. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a good ply, do you? Yeah, I'm just like having to put my... I mean, when I go, I go, man. And well, just we having know. to put it in a little bag by the bin, by the toilet. You're not putting the actual poo in the bag. I know. I know. This is the wipe. And think how much... It literally be like one Big wipe. toilet paper has brainwashed me. It has. Big to- toilet paper. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you go first and then I'll... I'll go first. I'll go yeah, I'll be, I'll be well up for it. Okay. The next swap is, you'll probably remember me mentioning this at some point last year, the reusable condom. Oh, here we go. (laughs) 
Would you like to see some photos? I love photos? how you've gone straight in with like... <laughs> I've done some gentle nappies. things. Gentle things. No, you've gone straight in with your nappies. Um, arse wipes. <laughs> condoms next. Like, you haven't done like an easy, like, well, super sensitive... easy ones. Some okay. all right. So here's a couple of options. When you just Google reusable condoms, there's lots of different options, okay? Because let's be honest, most people think of condoms as like... Yeah, just latex. And, Little bits of latex. And you throw it away and then it would go into landfill, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, where exactly. else is it going to go? Exactly. But there are reusable options. Right. Do you want to see some pictures? Yeah, go on. Have a little look. That's just from Googling. There's lots of options there. There's also options with um, added, added extras. Oh, my God, ribbed. Yeah, added extras. Some of these look like Daleks Aliens, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exterminate, exterminate, exterminate. Oh my God! What is this picture? Is it the is it the one that just looks like a hollowed a hollowed out penis? <laughs> no, no, I've seen that one, but the one below. <laughs> Let me see. It's just a guy with his hand down his trunks. Oh yeah, I know. He's like absolutely ripped, by the way. No, that isn't a reusable condom. What that is, is a sexy toy for men. <laughs> why is it? The image is like him reaching down into his boxes. I know. I want to know why some of them are painted. Yeah. They literally look like a hollowed out penis, like that one. A dick skin condom. Literally, yeah. But you can understand the theory behind it. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know whether or not it would be able to be as thin as a normal condom. I think you'd have to find a like-minded person to try I was going to say, but from as you're a bloke and as someone that has used condoms on themselves, how, what do you think of that? The idea of a reusable condom, the idea of it, not the yeah, actual no, it makes total, terrifying It makes total sense because it's a bit of plastic that you're going to throw away, mm-hmm, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. But you'd, I think you'd have to find the right person to do it with. Some mm. people might be uncomfortable with it. Bit heavy duty. Well, at the minute, yeah. I mean, they so look not a bit like material, are they? By the look of it, they're not. But again, is it just that mindset? As in, once you're done, you throw it away mindset. Yeah, I think so. Because it's meant like sex is gross. If oh, you it's think disgusting. About it. If you're having a one night stand with someone, <clears throat> yeah, which I've never done in my life, but if if you did that, he's actually truthful because we have literally been together since we were 14 so yeah, yeah. it's making me shiver already but like <laughs> the rubbing idea. your genitalia against someone you don't really know you want something kind of like medical grade you don't want like something <laughs> that you just whipped out of your wallet or like in a little you got in a little satchel <laughs> oh I'm just going to use my my reusable condom I hope I, you don't mind oh it's God, Doctor that Who would be, themed that would be that would be husband material for me I'd be like oh Look at this little eco darling. <laughs> but like you would His straight away case. be like you would straight away be like, is that sterile? Yeah, good point. Stuff that like, Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, because that's Is the that other sterile? Thing. Has he washed it properly? Yeah, I guess. I as you say, I think you'd have to be with a certain person, like as in you were in a, a single like an actual relationship, as opposed to maybe having a bit of fun. <laughs> she came back again. <laughs> Sammy Sam's back. Sammy Sam's back. So yeah, okay. we all come up with a better name. Than Sammy oh no, Sam. Sammy sounds not that good. <laughs> so reusable condoms, what would you rate them as? Uh, impact on the environment, mm. like obviously a lot better. So again, like eight or nine probably. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot of eight or nine too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, or, you know, the medical field could actually be less sexist and look at ways of giving men a pill. Potentially. <laughs> um, That's a conversation for another day. Would I recommend it to a friend? If you're in a relationship, maybe. If you're not, don't fucking whip out a dick skin condom. <laughs> <laughs> that person will to run. any, you know, first date or whatever, third yeah. date, whatever the situation is. Uh-huh. Um, would I try it? I mean, no. Probably not. No. bit too much for me. Too much for you? Yeah. Okay. You don't even want to give it a quick go. A quick go? A quick do you go. want me to give it <laughs> no, a quick go? Really. No, But some of them look dangerous. They do. Some of them look, like, uncomfortable. I'm a bit spiky. They are. I feel yeah. like it's, you don't need that much stimulation. No one needs that much <laughs> stimulation. <laughs> oh, okay. So, next swap would be um, bathroom bits and pieces. So... Uh, shampoo bars things like that and soap hard soap I've done my best haven't I at the moment like we are trying to reduce plastic we've been doing it for a yeah. while haven't we yeah. it's kind of it's been more longer than a year isn't it I've, I've struggled with the shampoo side of things and conditioner things more than you have because I have a ridiculous amount of hair and I have very 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 thick hair and it's hard to find a shampoo and conditioner like bar that will get through my hair isn't it you got but some thick ass hair. Thick ass, thick ass yeah. boy. Thick ass boy. Um, but yeah, so far, we found a couple of brands that have worked, haven't we? Yeah, and you can get them readily available in like, well, Boots do it. Yeah. Sainsbury's do it. Yeah, and I order some of them through the Nappy Gurus as well. Yeah. So online shops and stuff. Um, yeah, that is another good thing. So like bathroom and cosmetic swaps. It is nice to see some of the bigger brands are putting that option out there. There are some shops which I still look at and think, my God, why don't you have anything? Like when you actually start reducing plastic in places like the bathroom or, for example, the kitchen, and then you go to a supermarket or you go to a shop, you oh. that is when you notice, oh, my God, we there is literally so much plastic. And like we've reduced our plastic so much. So like much. We're, we're nowhere near zero, like mm-hmm. nowhere near it, but... In the last probably two years, yeah. like a bin, we go for a bin bag every two weeks. Yeah, our refuse black bin bag. Yeah, which will blow some people's minds. Once every two weeks. Yeah, and even then it's not full. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we're just doing it because the bins every two weeks. That's a couple under thirty with a child under the age of four. Yeah, that's we, like the classic. We don't really go through too no, much now. No, we try not to. Everything else is everything. recycled. Yeah, or composted. Yeah, but it is, isn't it? It's shocking. And actually, if we, I remember when I first were like, when I first thought, I'm going to try and make this bathroom as plastic free as I could. I didn't just go into the bathroom and go, right, I'm going to chuck everything away because that completely defeats the point. But as we were using it up, it's really obvious how many plastic bottles we had. Like, yeah. it was all just going in the bin. Shampoo, shower gel, yeah. moisturiser. Cleaner. Cleaners. Yeah. God, that, that's where we cut down probably the most, isn't it? And cleaners yes. and things. Yeah, it is, which uh, ties me on nice to the next one anyway. But so, but we will first of all get your rating. What do you think of the shampoo and the conditioner bars? Do you, do you like it? Yeah, I mean, that little shampoo bar, mm. if, I ha- if I was living on my own yeah. or just that using that... That would last you forever. Probably last me like six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wash my hair, what, once every two or three days? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just use a little bit of lather in my palm. Yeah. And it does it. Like, it's what, four quid yeah. a bar or something ridiculous. You also quite liked the beauty cubes, didn't you, when I had oh, them? Oh, beauty cubes you are good. You really like the beauty cubes. Yeah, they were just like little 
well, cubes that you add water to, make crush paste. them up in your hands, and they just paste like shower gel. They're great. They were Again, amazing. one cube was too much. I used to split yeah, them in half. Yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. Just do like, well, do the armpits, crotch. That's all you need to do really, isn't it? <laughs> that's a bloke, yeah, that's literally all you do. You've never washed your legs in your life, have you? Yeah, they, they were awesome. Yeah, they were. They are really good. We've got a hard soap at the moment that we're trying a different hard soap, aren't we? Yeah. It's pretty. It's unicorn soap. I uh, like it. Again, it just lasts so much longer. It does. It does. Um, yeah. But yeah, the only thing I haven't, we haven't swapped yet is bee stuff because she's got quite sensitive skin, hasn't she? Yeah. She gets, she's a bit like you. Um, and she, we currently still use Child's Farm, don't we? Yeah. Because we know it agrees with her skin. But I am looking at different options for her. So, yeah. yeah. So, what would you say to people about switching to shampoo and conditioner bars? What would you rate? Impact on the environment. I, I mean, I haven't looked into the whole thing that much, but mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. It's great. Less mm-hmm. plastic. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it lasts so much longer. Yeah. Um, recommend it, again, probably 9 out of 10. Um, I guess the only downside is you can't get as many different smells or you know different like compared to like liquid shampoo like mm. obviously that is more and you need something to put it on because it can get quite like you need to be able to look after it because if it dries out or yeah or like yeah. a dish or like um a case yeah. but for me short hair does the job like yeah. i don't have to worry about all different kinds of conditioners and shampoos mm. does the job for me um and would i try it already am yeah yeah awesome cool cool and then cleaning cleaning products is another one and I think this ties in quite nicely. Was it last episode where we were watching the videos? No. I can't remember which one it was. Was it last episode we did where we were watching people's routines? And no, we watched the was, YouTube person? That was episode four. Oh, okay. Yeah, we watched... we're on like episode seven now. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, the YouTube, when we watched the YouTube lady, and she was lovely. And she's obviously, bless her, and I was like, that poor girl needs a break. But the amount of like cleaning products and the amount of like wipes and things she was using was just making me twitch um because i think it's a big thing at the moment isn't it cleaning people are obsessed with lathers and different scents and different smells yeah and mrs hinch is a big influence in that i think and i i even i follow mrs hinch and i some of her like her like organization and everything is amazing but for me it's the amount of products and also also, not just the amount of products and the amount of plastic and wastage and stuff. It's also mi- all those, all those different chemicals mixing together. Yeah, makes like me really pet, anxious. You've got pets and kids. That's it. That's the big thing Covering for me. Covering your surfaces in yeah. different bleaches and stuff like it's that. Not it's not good. Great. It's not good. Also, like you're mixing chemicals in your toilet and stuff, and then it's all reacting together, and you're that's hitting you square in the face. Yeah, it's a lot. But yeah, like I'm, I have a real bugbear about floor wipes. I have a huge bugbear about floor wipes. I can't stand them. Um, so we, I bought us a microfiber spray, spray mop, didn't I? It's which, awesome. Which literally, I fill up the little spray bottle with whatever cleaner we're using, floor cleaner, um, and then spray a mop, and then you can take the microfiber heads off and you can chuck them in the wash and you can reuse them. And that just saves so much waste. Also, you know, you have people going, oh, yeah, but it's not as quick, it's not as quick. It's like, it is, though. It's the same. It's the same. Have it I mean, made up ready. The Make it up at the beginning of the day. You're not throwing it away. You put it in the washing yeah. machine. Have your mop made up at the beginning of the day because it's not like it's sat in a wet bucket, is it? 
I it's think fresh. People are quite scared to use their washing machines oh, for reusing stuff. Oh, massively so, yes. Like, I used to reuse all our sponges and put them in the washing machine. Yeah. They last, like, what? Mm. I could wash them, like, four or five but times. I'm slowly getting rid of those buggers, aren't I? Oh, we... I mean, that's years ago. Yeah. We don't use sponges anymore, yeah. do we? We use, we use natural the un- stuff. the unsponge and the uh, coconut scrubber. Yeah, but, like, great. even if you buy, you know, sponges from the supermarket... Even mm. if you buy sponges from the supermarket, you can just chuck them in the wash. Yeah. And people don't do that, do they? No. Too, a bit too, no. you know, a bit too conservative on their mm-hmm. washing machine use, I think, sometimes. Yeah. And with cleaning products as well is, you know, all these products come in plastic bottles. And then I can do a little, uh, I'll do a little uh, small biz shout out now for um, a natural and sort of more eco-friendly cleaning uh, option for you all is Mrs. Sparkles, uh, who I, uh, I rep for on um, Instagram, and she we use like fizzy cleaning sticks now, don't we? So you have your reusable bottles or reusable spray bottles that we use, and I've just labelled each one like kitchen cleaner, bathroom cleaner. Actually, what I did recently was I ordered some of her metal ones, didn't I? Yeah, which are good, and they've already They're got awesome. stickers on them. Um, toilet cleaner things, and it just comes these little fizzy sticks. You just mix them up with water. And that's it. That's your cleaning solution. So it comes in like these sticks with wrapped in um, tissue paper, isn't it? You just crush, you just mix it up with water or crush it up with water and that's your cleaning solution. And like her window and glass cleaner is just amazing because it's vinegar based. I use it for so much. If there's anything like any little bit of mould or anything, get it. But sorts it right out. Does sort it right out. But like the amount we've reduced from switching to a more eco-friendly like cleaner or like a plastic-free cleaner. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, our recycling has never been so plastic-free, No, I don't think. Microfiber cloths as well. I love a microfiber cloth. Yeah. How many microfiber cloths have I got? Enough. Loads. I bought, like, I bought like a <laughs> massive box of them, and that's, that's all I use. the only ones we'll ever need. Yeah. And yeah. what I do, what we do as well, you know, you know, with the disposable floor wipes and things again you know we use like in that video she uses them to wipe down the high chair or sprays the high chair and then uses them to wipe down the high chair and things i keep a we have a clean microfiber cloth in the day i have a bottle of cleaner made up spray wipe done it's really not doesn't take that much more time or energy so i'm yeah i'm not a personal fan of floor wipes obviously um but yes cleaning stuff i don't know if you're going to have much of an opinion on this because how much cleaning do you really do oh here we go <laughs> no i do the kitchen that's my area isn't baby, it? baby spray the you wash up and spray the sides down yeah yeah so, and sort and do the cooking so yeah do you, do you wash floors i do the floors every now and again <laughs> every couple of days yeah. yeah anyway impact on the environment the cleaning stuff 10 100 mm-hmm. if you're getting more eco-friendly alternatives that are less harsh mm-hmm. on water systems mm-hmm. if you're getting things that have less plastic if you're getting cleaners that um, are made in safe, smaller yeah. batches by smaller companies like mrs sparkles mm-hmm. mrs sparkles miss sparkles mrs sparkles um because she's she's a she's a just, she's a mum it's her own business and she makes them all herself which is awesome so yeah, yeah. So 10 out of 10 impact, mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 recommend. And do we use them? Of course we do. Yes. Well done. Good, good. Um, one for you, my darling. Growing your own food. Oh. Crack on, boy. You can chat about this one. How much yeah, do you love it? I love it. I do love it. I mean, it's... What was your, you, your original reason for starting growing your own food? 
so I've always wanted to do it. Like my family have always been growers of food, like growers of food. Growers of food. Like my granddad used to do it. My nan still does it. All that kind of stuff. Mm. But ever since I've wanted to own my own place, the first thing I've been thinking about is like getting a good garden going. And not everyone is lucky enough to have the space to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite a privilege that we do get to do that. But yeah, I've got three little raised beds out. I've got a couple of pots of stuff that I chuck in. Mm-hmm. We sometimes put some stuff in the ground. Um, we really don't have that much space, do we? It's no, not a pretty tiny garden. But yeah, yeah we, do, we try and do our best, don't we? Yeah. But like, why do I start doing it? One, just to get the skill of doing it. It's good to connect, mm-hmm. I guess. This sounds really hippie. It's good to connect <laughs> with the earth. Like doing, oh, it is. doing a couple of hours gardening. It's grounding. That's what's you grounding ground is. yourself. Yeah, it's what like, grounding is. You feel so good after yeah. spending time in in your garden mm-hmm. or spending time with earth. Like, yeah, like living things mm-hmm. and caring for them and tidying them up and all that kind of stuff. And it looks nice mm-hmm. when you do it. Although um, our, our neighbours may disagree there. <laughs> well, yeah. Last year we had these potato plants which they were crazy. they went out of control because it's su- awesome. it such good conditions last year for potatoes um they just went mad didn't they and they took over this entire raised bed that i had and these potato bags i had yeah it was like a forest it was awesome. of potatoes mm. um and we cat had like was, the cat was living her best life just <laughs> disappear into the potatoes like mm. and we had like 10 10 kg i think yield from like, oh my gosh, I planted it was 2 crazy. kg, I think. I planted 2 kg of potatoes and 10 you kg did. yield. You were like, I'm going to plant extra because they're probably not all going to grow. And I was like, yeah. they're, they're, they're bloody growing. So I gave them out. <laughs> to everyone. Yeah, every time the neighbours saw us, they were like, oh, how are your potatoes doing? Such ugly plants, aren't yeah, they? I'm every like, time. why are you looking over my fence? <laughs> <laughs> you leave my tatters alone. Yeah, but it was massive, wasn't it? It was huge. It was huge. But also they're two doors down. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Stop looking over there. Big potato bush. Yeah. You leave my yeah. bush alone. But yeah, like, yeah, the one reason is connecting because it feels nice to do. Mm-hmm. It's a good skill to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and always in the back of my brain, I've got that that panic, like one day, you're not going to be able to feed your family, you're not be able to feed little baby. Oh. And having that me? skill. Me? What about me? We'll eat you at some point <laughs> before we eat stuff from the garden. So yeah, base me up. Put yeah, me I think oven. dad mode activated. It did. So yeah, growing your own food. I I do enjoy your produce, my darling. You yeah. do you do grow some good food. But this, even if you haven't got that much space, there are little things you can do. Like oh yeah, like you can get windowsill yeah, um, gardens to grow your own little spices herbs, and stuff. Doing your herbs and your yeah. spices sometimes, or uh, even if you're really lazy like me, just doing your salad leaves. Like just having like one lettuce plant. Or just having like one um, kale plant. We got big kale plant. Like a, my kale plant is like it's fed us all summer. It's on steroids, that thing. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So, what would you rate that one then? Growing your own food. Yep. Uh, impact on the environment. I wouldn't say it's it's not completely eco friendly, but you are like you're reducing your plastic use mm-hmm. by you know, for example, your salad leaves. If you eat a lot oh. of salad leaves. The amount of plastic that shit comes in. Why does in. it come? I just, And yeah. the amount of... You dispose of it, like, because mm-hmm. you don't use it all. Mm-hmm. So using your own salad leaves is awesome. Um, and you're also cutting down transport food. It's just in your bloody garden. Yeah. So... Pesticides. I think the thing that, and, yeah. I think the thing that 
the impact on your side is you're not doing it as efficiently as you would be doing it on a larger scale. Like they do water the correct amount and they grow it to the right size. Um, but they do have an impact on the soil that but you, they're using. But you say that, grow it to the right size. They've set that size, Yeah, they've haven't bred it they? To that That's what's crazy. It's like when you buy wonky vegetables, like there's nothing wrong with them if they're a bit yeah. smaller. There's nothing wrong with them if they're not completely round. There's okay, well, we'll say them. 10. Okay. But like, yeah, you've got you've, you've got to find the knack for it, haven't mm. you? So yeah. you might, you, you'll waste a couple of plants and stuff like that, but it's oh, nothing yeah. compared to the main farming industry. No. And also, to be honest, anything that you waste just goes straight back into the compost yeah. anyway, back into the ground. But it, and it is, ex- I guess it is an expensive setup cost to start doing your yeah. own stuff. Like you've got to buy the compost if you haven't got it readily available. You've got to, you know, sort out your beds, get the space for it. It is expensive setup, but once you're set up, yours wasn't too bad though, was it? Because you got went through B and Q and stuff, and there's a lot of like garden centres and things that have got little sections where it's more cost effective, isn't it? Yeah, it is. In the long run, it's cost mm. effective. Yeah, no, it's good. One of my worries though is that with the pandemic and everything we're going to see more stuff like produce wrapped in plastic because of people touching and things that is one of my worries but yeah no you are completely right that's good so you would you're just going to vote 10 for all of that aren't you 10 the would fruit? recommend and i currently do it. absolutely love growing your own food especially onions he loves a good onion oh the amount of onions we've had this year oh it's is ridiculous something to behold <laughs> again you did the same thing you did the exact same thing you're like i'm gonna plant loads because they're probably not gonna live through the frost and everything these buggers they were growing onions on the onions yeah we've they flowered. Yeah. I've never seen an onion flower. We've had, yeah, th- those ones were ready to come up, weren't I'd they? Be, I've been telling you they were ready <laughs> for, the, for like two weeks. Yeah, we've had onions and garlic this year, yeah. plenty. Definitely. And another swap, which um, I'll, I'll rate this one because I don't think you're going to be able to rate this one. I mean, I you can help. You can help. I can give it a go. Yeah, which is reusable sanitary options. And this is another thing that a lot of people like jump back in fear about, don't they? Because they're like, oh. What do you mean, blood? Because there's the whole taboo that, you know, periods shouldn't be spoken about, even though they're the most fucking natural thing on the planet. But reusable sanitary options. So most of the time people use um, disposable sanitary options. So you've got your pads or your tampons that get used and then thrown away. Yeah. I actually use reusable options. Before B, I was using a menstrual cup, wasn't I? Um, Which is a little washable cup instead of a tampon um which is great and you just have to make sure sizing depending on if you've had a baby um vaginally or not <laughs> but uh if you're yeah. wide set if you're wide set go on you want to quote mean girls so bad i know i don't know the quote though wide set vagina and a heavy flow yeah that's the bit i know I have a heavy flow and a wide set vagina <laughs> like that. but no that's got nothing to do with it just if you've had a baby vaginally or not okay okay get back in the box <laughs> Um, so yes so menstrual cup is one option another option is reusable sanitary pads which I'm a huge fan of aren't I I bloody love them since I'm oh, yeah, big time. I love them our bathroom we've got a, I've got a little um, I'm like we've got like you use them um, I've got a little good for mopping up spills good for, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you to wear after a curry <laughs> yeah just if you've got a bit of dabbage gross in your pants <laughs> Um, I have a little box next to the toilet, don't I? And they're all folded up neatly. But reusable sanitary pads are brilliant and they're a lot easier than you think to use. They are popped in your knickers, very similar to disposables. You just button them. You just do poppers as opposed to a sticky. Um, And I always just make sure I'm wearing fitted pants with them. And then when you change them, you just put them into a wet bag and they're straight into the wash. And it's just blood. It's not going to kill you. It's just blood. It's also like 
feels so much nicer on your skin as opposed to that hideous plasticky feel of normal pads um i actually when i first started using them and i was building up my little stash i I was using both and whenever i used the plastic ones i was getting like a rash on the do you remember i used to get like that little rash on the inside of my thighs yeah and my skin really didn't really didn't like it so yeah it's definitely been a good change for me it's nice and soft the cloth version isn't it they are nice and soft um and the other option, which is my new discovery, thanks to uh, the Nappy Gurus, I think Roof sent me one, and now I can't, now I love them. Shout out Roof. Shout out Roof at the Nappy Gurus, <laughs> um, uh, is period pants. They have been an absolute game changer for me at work. I absolutely love them. They are what they sound, they, they basically the clues in the name. It's absorbent pants, and they are just amazing. I can literally put mine on in the morning and then I'm not panicking and working as a nurse as well as a vet nurse I some days you don't get a chance to keep going to the toilet so it's just they're just awesome and I literally get home rinse them out and just chuck them in the washer with everything else and it's good so yeah so I'll I'll, I'll vote those I would I just on the period pants I sometimes because they're so thin sometimes get them mixed up with my like running pants that I've got oh what the period pants yeah because they look you? very similar I've got <laughs> like special tell me if you put them on <laughs> I've never put them on before I've got a special like because I do long distance running part of you wants to wear them so you can have a little cheeky wee wee on the way around don't they <laughs> yeah that would really handy it'd be handy on like a 15 mile you're not 20 wearing mile my pants run. you're not wearing my pants yeah but like they look very similar because they're so lightweight mm, they are they're great um, so yeah, I would 100% recommend them to most people, to anyone. I do recommend them to everybody. Everyone at work is probably sick to the back teeth for hearing me talk about reusable sanitary options. Um, and as my husband, do you, is it nice not having to keep changing the bathroom bin? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't really notice before, did you? 10 out of 10. Yeah. So yeah, reusable period uh, options, which are also available from Nappy Gurus, by the way. So yeah, that's another good swap. The last one is sustainable fashion versus fast fashion what do you think what are your thoughts do you know what i'm talking about so it's always i've never been one to buy clothes you haven't to be fair i haven't yeah we've always been hand-me-downs yeah like i've got well you haven't got an older no but i actually wear my younger siblings clothes yeah and I have always driven my mum up the flipping wall because I've hated shopping. I have always hated shopping, even from a young age. I don't see the point of it. it. Just in my brain, if you've got clothes that fit you and you're clothed and you've got something for a certain situation, why do you need to go and buy more? I don't get it. I've never yeah. got it. I mean, I can understand, you know, I get it. Fashions change and everything. But if you think about why you're buying more stuff, it is a completely selfish like vain thing isn't it really yeah hopefully people don't do that wrong but it is and like i get it because you do buy stuff that is nice and i'm also guilty of it like i mean bees clothes and things but i try and buy her clothes through small businesses yeah um not fast fashion so like bees clothes are mainly rocking cloth which is another um small business Kirsty, who i rep for um and all of her clothes she hand makes them herself 
um, and sources her fabrics and everything, and they are bloody cute. And how many compliments do we get on those clothes? Yeah. I had another one at the park today. Did you? They're like, oh, my God, those dinosaur leggings, where are they from? And then one mum was like, oh, God, I wish they made them in our sizes. And I was like, well, actually, Kirsty makes mummy leggings too because I live in them at home. Mummy <laughs> <laughs> leggings. Mummy leggings. That's what B calls them. Yeah, mummy leggings. Um, but, yeah, so I do get it. And it is hard because places... Can, can I name drop? Oh, we've been name dropping already, haven't we? You've been name dropping yeah. the front and centre. I haven't. I like Primark and <laughs> Primark. Yeah. Uh, big, big things like that. And they just, they just shit out clothes, man. They do. And you shouldn't feel guilty, I guess, for buying fast fashion. No, as long as you make it last. As long as you make it last. Because yeah. a lot of people, they can't afford to say, like, I bought a pair of chinos from, um, shout out, passenger clothing near yes. us. Um, they're expensive, but yeah. they last. Yeah. But obviously, a lot of people don't have that initial setup cost no. to buy something. No, but making it last. Like I've got some, I've got some clothes that I've bought from fast fashion places, and some shoes. Actually, most of my shoes I've bought from fast fashion places when I was younger. I've been wearing them oh, yeah. non-stop. I mean, both me and we you don't throw clothes away. Both me and you have got t-shirts from when we were sixteen. Still, that we still younger. wear. Younger, yeah. you have younger. Yeah, I mean, they've got holes in them, but <laughs> they're still there. Um, I think it is, it's just those, it's just if you've got that mindset that every new season you clear out your wardrobe, there's something wrong. That isn't, in my mind, that isn't okay. Also, some people do just literally chuck their clothes. Yeah. I can't get that. Yeah. If there's nothing wrong with your clothes, donate them. Yeah. Like, we've got bags upstairs, haven't we, where we did a clothes clear out recently that we need to go take to a charity shop or something. Because we could, everybody loves a good charity shop. Oh, yeah, big time. But, yeah, that's another big thing. And also, like... With some of the shops that you buy from, you have to think... It's similar to when you... What we said at the beginning, you have to think about the standards in which those clothes are being made. And I will use... There was a certain online shop last year during the pandemic. Boo. Yeah. Boo. That... (laughs) Pretty little thing, because it was all over the the news and all over the social media. They did... Wasn't it like a 99p sale? Or something ridiculous. It was less than that, wasn't it? I can't even remember. It, it was, was like, a penny, wasn't it? Was it a penny set or something ridiculous something like that? stupid. And all I could think about was that if you're willing to sell your clothes for that little, one, what fucking standard are they? Like, are they going to fall apart? Two, what the hell are you paying your workers? Yeah. Probably nothing. And three, where are you sourcing these materials from? Probably yeah. somewhere cheap AF. It's just not, it's not, not right. It's not fucking on, is it, it's son? It's not right, no. No. So, yes, fast fashion. But we try our best, don't we? Yeah, I'm, I I haven't... Like, personally, I've never really bought from sustainable places. I've never done it before. Uh-huh. That's probably the first order I've done with yeah. Passenger. You were very conscious of it. I was very proud of you. You were yeah. like, I'm actually going to have a little look. In my life, where I've ordered from a sustainable source. But, yeah, I guess the flip side to that is I don't throw clothes away. Yeah. <laughs> and I... I truly buy, like, a couple of items of clothing a year. I think that's it. I don't think you should boycott all, you know, clothing stores and fashion places in any way, shape or form or fast fashion places. But just shop sustainably. As in, like, if you're going to buy something, buy something that you're going to keep wearing. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And that's all I have to say on that matter. Um, (laughs) And what would you rate? Fast fashion and shopping sustainably, considering you have been a recent purchaser of shopping sustainably. It's really hard to rate because every brand's different, isn't it? Yeah. Every brand has different stand. Like, you can look at 
you know, clothes that you buy in, in a supermarket mm-hmm. and on from their clothing line. You just have no, like, it will tell you where it's from, but you have no idea what the supply chain is for uh-uh. that pair of jeans. Or or how it got there. Yeah. Um, similarly, if you look at Primark, you know, they've got stickers everywhere saying ethically sourced, blah, 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 blah. But is it greenwashing? Yeah, you just truly don't know. Uh-uh. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's a really hard one to rate. Common sense, isn't it? You're just yeah. going to have to use a little bit of common sense. As There's in... so many good sustainable brands out there just the cost mm-hmm. is high at the moment and it's hard for those sustainable brands to compete when you have places for example like pretty little thing that are going to sell their clothes for like a penny like yeah how are they supposed to compete yeah unless they drop their standards it's impossible yeah which is another reason why you know if maybe if you really fancy treating yourself to something nice and look at something sustainable yes maybe spend if you want to spend a little bit of money on yourself shop for a sustainable brand yeah so those are my uh, my little eco swaps for today. What did you think? Lovely, lovely little list that you did there. Well done on the research today. It wasn't much research. It was just all things that we've <laughs> we've used or what I wanted to use, minus the reusable condom, the hollowed out <laughs> dick skin. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was good. But yeah, you enjoyed that. I shouted out a few small businesses. That, well, actually, we shouted out quite a few small businesses. We include. The coffee, first thing. Yeah, I'll pop them in the description yeah. for you guys. Because, yeah. I mean, some of them are local to us, aren't they? Like Dorset Way. And that's the biggest thing. Like, if, well, one of them is. Yeah. If you look locally, there's, oh, there's so loads. much. Like, especially in the pandemic. So many people have set up their mm-hmm. own shops, set up their own little things. Get talking to these brands, man. They need you. Like, yeah. there's so much decent stuff out there. Yeah. You might be paying a bit more for it, but if you want something that lasts mm. or you want to connect a bit more with what you're buying... You also can guarantee, generally, your customer service will be... 100% will be decent. great, because it is a real person, like, a actual person, and it's their business that you're talking to, which is always which is always the way. But, yeah, so the, the companies that we've shouted out today, I'll just repeat them, so if people are listening and don't read. Um, we've got Pearhouse Coffee, which is a small uh, coffee company in dorset and in bournemouth where we are well paul actually aren't they they're paul um really nice coffee and um yeah definitely check them out also shouted out the nappy gurus who i'm part of so laura and the team um that is online through social and things and that is a shop uh, for reusable options reusable cloth nappies reusable wipes lots of different eco swaps on there as well um and i have a little discount code it's just my name it's just sammy um which can get you 10 percent off certain things as well they are a online supportive community for um yeah people wanting to make more reusable switches so definitely check them out also mentioned mrs sparkles small eco cleaning company um she's great as well on instagram so definitely go and check her out lots of different plastic free options there and then i also mentioned rocking cloth for these clothes which i can't not mention kirsty because she has basically clothed our child for most of her life <laughs> but also on instagram and facebook so definitely check them out too so and yeah i mentioned passenger clothing you did again they're local to us mm-hmm. um ethically sourced sustainable clothing they're nice as well just great it's it's outdoorsy stuff so like it's got good durability you know when you buy it yeah so yeah shout out to those guys they probably don't know i'm shouting them out but But we're gonna we're gonna we'll mention it we'll tag them in the instagram but yeah if that's that's one thing on eco swaps but there's loads of other things that you can check out at the moment to do with climate change Mm -hmm. you've got paid to pollute that are currently taking the government to court good um you've got the land workers alliance You've got 
your wildlife trust in your local area. We've mm-hmm. got Dorset Wildlife Trust. We've got Chicks for Climate. We've got Climate Reality, Deep Adaption. Honestly, just do a bit of research. Even if, you, even if you're just following them on social, you'll be kind of a bit more up together with what's going on mm-hmm. in the UK um, with the climate that we're currently experiencing. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. So that was episode seven if uh seven already if you've got any stories all right guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think you're still here god you've listened to us for hours now. yeah go um yeah if you've got any stories got any topics you want us to talk about drop us a message yeah drop us yeah. a message a massage <laughs> we're so tired it's ridiculous that was terrifying <laughs> part of my little brain was like oh that was a little bit like oh that was sexual and then the other part of me was like no 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 <laughs> But yeah, just uh, tune in every Friday. We're going to be dropping episodes left, right, centre. Um, no, we're not. It's just every Friday. Every once Friday, a week. every Friday on all of your usual streaming services. Oh, hey, Sammy Sam. Oh, hi. <laughs> Someone draw me a picture of what they think Sammy Sam would look yeah, like. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, an artist representation yeah. of Sammy Sam. I, I don't even know what the accent is. It's been different every time. It has, hasn't it? It's going to be a little alien. Yeah, a little alien with a big orange head. See you later, guys. Bye.